Is this because of the duck thing? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've not taken this hoodie off in a month and a half. And then when you're done, you feel the most shamed ever. There we go. Always fresh. What the fuck is even classic, happening? Classic sort of story. It came out to high critical claim. And it's Pokemon Snap. If you're pressed to take it, goes <laughs> Like, what is Buddy. going Buddy. on? I was on, I was on edibles. <laughs> Not a pornography. This is a podcast. Uh, and you got the name wrong again. I, I like your duck shirt. Thanks. It's a duck. Welcome to Two Dads in a Podcast, based on a true story. Yes, we really didn't do much research for this. No, that is true. Yep. Yeah. And we are two dads, <laughs> and that is a true story. That is um, no DNA evidence, but we father, um, you know Kids. what? I don't even do a good job at that. Uh, I, I think they're still <laughs> chained up in the backyard. I, you know what? I'll check after the podcast. It's fine. Yeah. I can yeah, wait. You know, it's, it's only, <laughs> it's only dark and rainy out there in the woods. Oh, is it raining again? Oh man, I should plan um, for that. Ma- maybe, maybe it's not. I know it's supposed to rain over the next few days. Maybe, maybe so put a tarp are over them or something. About Amityville, <laughs> the Amityville horror. So we're a little bit outside of what New York City. Yeah, so yeah. Amityville. We gotta is we gotta start with the, the preface of the movie. So what what year was this movie again? Was it 79? 79 is when this movie came out and, and the events think, of the the true well, story, quote you unquote. Got, you got to think this movie it starts out with the true story of uh, Ronnie DeFeo. Yes, Jr. Ronald DeFeo Jr. and his dad was he wasn't a good father. Um Ronald DeFeo Jr. kind of went off the deep end and uh, decided one night to murder his whole family. So this whole scene in in and of itself has a lot of controversy. And and that sort of starts with the fact that like to to murder his family, um, what a couple siblings, his parents or siblings, um, two brothers, two sisters and his parents. They were all. Four of the six were killed. They were asleep when they died. Um, but yep. this gun that he supposedly used was loud enough to wake an entire city. <laughs> it was, yeah, it, it was, was extremely really loud, loud gun. rifle. But nobody in, so there's nobody already in the town woke up. No neighbors woke up. No, nothing. So we get into that. And there's, there's this horrifying murder case. You know, DeFeo goes away for a long time. There's some, you know, he changed his story, uh, what, like 18 times? Uh, he the- tried to play the insanity plea, and um, he wasn't good at playing insane. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 surprisingly, you have to either be a genius or actually be insane to, to play the insanity. To play insane, yeah. Um, he was just an idiot. That uh, it's Hard to say much else about him. So... so you know, here we are, we're a year later, and a family, George and Kathy Lutz, they buy the house for a steal. Like, it was it was a steal. It was a crazy good deal. $80,000. They bought it 80000 at the time. And even then, you know, in, for inflation, that's a couple hundred thousand dollars, but that's still for the qu- kind of house that it was, it was a steal. They got a really good deal on it. And yeah, definitely. Um, they, maybe because people were murdered in the house, but um, I, could I, be. I can't prove that. Could be. <laughs> now, in no. the movie, this whole scene of them touring the house and stuff, it, it is 
a bit comical when you think oh, about and how Amityville <laughs> is and it's the the house was in Long Island, New York. Here we are at 112 Ocean Avenue and the Lutzes moved in. Which I don't believe it's 112 anymore. I think no, the they actually changed, changed it. It's listed what, under 108? 108 Ocean Avenue. Yeah, to to keep people uh, from finding it as easily. Even though I found yeah. it in like 10 seconds with a Google search, um, <laughs> but it'll stop the dumb people who don't know how to Google search. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need. So a year after, the Lutzes buy the house and they move in and they start. Blaming some really weird shits going on. Um, well, it, so in in the movie, they, they start let's, off. Yeah. We, let's rewind. Let's rewind. So in the movie, they have a priest come in, and it, it's said they, they, based they on the did book. Yeah, in the movie, they did. They um, did. They had a priest come in <laughs> to to bless the house because a friend of theirs told them what happened in the house and that they should get it blessed. Now the let's look, is, let's get real in real life they had to have known that this happened before they bought the house. This was one of the biggest covered what? stories in fucking America at the time. You're talking about somebody who mass murdered six people, his, his whole family. family, kids included like younger brothers and sisters. I think the youngest was like nine, nine. Yeah. Nine, um, 12, 13 and 18. <laughs> they knew this, this house was so, I'm not going to dispute that. You know, if, if there was a mass murder in a house I was going into, I I would hire somebody to come bless it too. I, I'm not even religious, but yep. you know, you you fucking do these things. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna call up Zach Bagans and, um, and uh, get the Ghost the Adventures crew. Even like the the priest even went on on shows. He said he test went on shows and he said that yeah, I was there. I, I I did this. I got uh what like not warts but like uh, blisters on his on his, on his hands yeah. and, and he was um, attacked by flies and, and he bugged was told to get and, out and and, all, and a spooky all the stuff voice said in the movies um out. but just like that too reason, it sounded just like that for some reason uh, when he had to testify for legal in the court of law reasons uh, he, he said the most contact he had with them was a fucking phone call. So, we're, I mean, a phone call counts as a blessing, <laughs> right? I feel blessed every time my family calls. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, you know, that's that's the type of things that that cause to pause for me in, yeah, in any yeah, I mean, sort of, uh, I mean, of tale. Maybe he just didn't want it to be on record that he was that he believed in paranormal stuff. I don't know. Let's let's. You know, okay. <laughs> so we, we we get on now. For whatever reason, he decides to leave the house without saying anything to the homeowners that he was just attacked by a demonic being and was told to get out. So he leaves, and then they start experiencing some weird stuff going on. Oh yeah, you know they what weird stuff to things. TD, please tell me. Um, you know, there were, there were objects moving, they heard voices, you know, they, they Did started, they? Yeah, you know, there was, there was a greenish black slime that literally climbed the stairs to come after mm. them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the movie, um, we, we, we get to experience some of those things, including a window closing on the sun's hand, but no bones get broken. I, but there's I'm, blood everywhere. 
can I just, um, so when they first started talking about this, they explained all of these phenomenons, didn't they? Oh no, it was too terrifying. <laughs> it was too terrifying. <laughs> it's too so, scary. I will stop you at the window thing. Now it has been said with the window. So there, there was a window in the house that did open and what? close on there, its own. There was a window in the house. <laughs> no. That opened and closed on its own. Oh, but upon okay. further in- investigation, if it, it was the the um, what do you what do you the the counterweights that help uh, smoothly open and close it, they were off. And if you stood on a certain part of the floor, it you could cause the window to open and close on its or, own. Or was it? Or were you or, just standing or, or where the ghosts it. didn't want you to stand? You were just stepping on a ghost balls and and out of yep. Yep. So you, you've got all these weird things happening. You've got foul odors. Uh, Kathy, the mom, she alleged allegedly levitated in her bed. She turned into a ninety-year-old woman. And and George, he he woke up every morning at three fifteen a.m. May I ask you the when DeFeo did the murders family? happen? At three fifteen a.m. What? What are the odds? What is it? Is that a coincidence? I mean, it so, is the witching hour that, it that is. you know, three or three a.m. is considered the witching hour when the most paranormal things. Now, we don't account for daylight savings time. So the ghosts know exactly <laughs> when three a.m. is no matter where so, you're at in the world. <laughs> so we're we're getting into all these tales of haunting and stuff. You got you've um, got spooky voices flipping themselves upside down. You, you've got possessions happening. You've got haunted pigs just walking around that may have been an actual pig it, it happens and this all all leads up to just after 28 days of this craziness only this, four weeks four weeks they could they, they they could stand this paranormal demonic possession of their home this family just flees they did now, they left everything in the house and just left now i will say that that much is true um, it is. It they, is. And honestly, it you know, they they either planned this out or maybe they really were experiencing something in the house. I you know, we won't know the actual you know, you know real what we, what we forgot element, is, but is they did leave the house uh, after twenty eight days. <laughs> what we forgot is George <laughs> Lutz. Um oh, yeah. he started getting abusive. He started getting yeah, aggressive. He started getting angry towards towards the kids, towards his wife. Yeah, um, he he, and, you know, ignored his wife, laying awake, staring angrily at the camera. And <laughs> I don't think there was a camera in real life. Uh, Something that that I, is crazy mm, is I don't know. Dude. After twenty eight days, they really did. They left abruptly for a reason that nobody will mention. There was a breaking point that nobody will talk about. To and they this day. they really did just up and leave their home with everything still in it. The next Which, day. They had, you know, movers come and take all the stuff out. Now, when they moved, when they left and, you know, at, at one point they actually left the house. They went to stay with Kathy's mother in, in Deer Park, New York, and they claimed that the, the phenomenon followed them there. So it wasn't necessarily just the house that was, uh, you know, uh, had these beings, this paranormal activity attached to it that followed them, according to them. 
No, and, and you know what else followed them was uh, about three hundred thousand dollars that they made off of it. The the book deal, movie rights, and well, actually, they didn't get any, much off of the movie rights. Um, but the book deals and the interviews look, look, that all look, followed. This them isn't also. about the money. This is about the paranormal. Okay. <laughs> no, no, not <laughs> at all. Now, one thing you know to 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 play that part here is when the. The Lutzes didn't work with the author of the book that the movie was based off of the real of the base the, the true story because you know based on a true story. They submitted about forty five hours of tape recorded recollections. Now I will say that is impressive as shit. Forty five hours of recording stories, and apparently they didn't like mix up their stories even once. Like that's crazy. That that is a so, little, you know, coincidental. Weird. So they they sold ten million copies of the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. And who who was the author of that? Uh, oh, uh, fuck is his name again? Uh, Anson. Anson. Yeah. Jay so Anson. they they did. So originally, it's rumored that they corresponded with the lawyer of Ronnie DeFeo Jr. at first. Yes. And then eventually, they were approached by Anson. And they started working with Ansem for a long time. And the parties discussed a lot of this before anything was really put out as far as the book goes and all that stuff. And uh, according to DeFeo's lawyer, it was discussed over many bottles of wine, of wine. Yes, yes. <laughs> drunken, drunken writing with a lawyer. It's great. Now, eventually, Anson and and the Lutz family didn't exactly see eye to eye. Anson went off on his own. He ended up making millions off of this fucking the book deal and the movies and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. It, um, it, I mean, the, the movie is a cult classic. The movie is just yes. an absolute cult classic. I know we summarized Absolutely. a lot of the movie very quickly. You know, there there's a few other things going on in there. You know. Uh, apparently the, there were claims that the house was actually built on an Indian burial ground, but yeah, the unless local you talk, unless you unless talk to you the talk local to native the, Americans w- who weren't actually local to that area. Um, they were actually local to an area about an hour and a half away by car. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so that one's a little off. The, the, also no. all the claims of damages to the house, the family that bought it afterwards said, there didn't appear to be any damages at nope, all. Everything there was didn't perfectly appear fine. To be any repairs done to the house. Um, all the claims uh, by the Lutzes of the police reports and calling the police. The police. The neighbors don't have records of any of it. The neighbors around said there were never any police presence and never seemed to be any disturbances. Um, the there the uh, the cloven footprints snow, in the snow. Snow footprints. Yeah. During a time was, where there was no snow, the date claimed. So there, was, there are there lots no of, record of any snow. Yes, there are lots of controversy around this. There's there's lots of criticism. There's lots of you know. Well, this isn't this isn't what happened. Now, mind you, this was a book. Somebody wrote a book about it. Of course, they're going to embellish things. For a movie, they're going to embellish things. There's going to be fictional elements on it. That's why it's based on a true story. Right. Right. And we won't even get into the Warrens who did their little seance Mm -hmm. afterwards, who, by the way, weren't really invited. They just sort of leech on anything they can. Look, look, they're they're paranormal investigators. They're demonologists. They have an official title. 
And Ed and Lorraine yeah, Warren do showed make up. a lot of money off of these sort of hauntings. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we we get into we we get into this now. There there are some. I I don't know how credible these thing the the arguments for it are because again we don't know what actually happened in those 28 days. We have a book that's supposedly based on their true story, but is that really what happened? You know. Um, well, was I it, do uh, believe one of the one of the things that I do believe is that George Lutz probably beat his family. <laughs> he probably abused them a little bit. Look, man, um, it's 1974. That, they weren't his time. real kids. What the what 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 does he have to prove? No, so um, we 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 get a little we get a little later, right? We get we you know everything's happened. There's controversy everywhere. There's literally lawsuits going on and on and on about this, you know, all the way through. Um, DeFeo, who is still alive, by the way, in jail, like he's still alive, changes his story about eight times about how his, his family died. So there's, you're going to say just eight. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. way higher than eight. <laughs> so he's, he's actually still alive doing his thing. Nobody thinks to talk about him or get his side of things. You know, because this is all about the Lutzes and their experience. And uh, uh, Ronnie DeFeo Jr. is not alive. Um, he actually not now. died earlier not this now. year. Yes, he did yeah. die earlier this year. So he, 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 I mean, he lived well past the Lutzes, and nobody consulted him about his parents haunting the Lutzes. It's terrible. Well, I mean, they you, did. You didn't think he wanted to see his was, parents again? He was trying to plea insanity. Like, <laughs> so anyway, no. anyway. Um, in there 2013, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say there are some of the things on their side is um, they stuck to their story to the very fucking end. The they did. did all the they way. They took lie detector tests. They, they they took a lie detector test with some of the best lie detector experts in the U.S. at the time, and it came back as they were not lying. So what what really gets me with this is they truly believed that there were things happening in their home. And I truly believe that they were haunted in that house. I just do not believe the extent of it. Oh, sure. Um, oh, sure. But, but the, the people who did change their story were the kids who early on said it, it wasn't that drastic. Um, and wasn't and that drastic, but they did not deny claims of hauntings. Right. But they, they, they didn't buff it up until much later on in their lives. So in 2013, Daniel Lutz, one of the children who lived in the house, did a, a documentary. And he, during this documentary, he interviewed and literally like echoed the, his parents, his, his mother and his stepfather's story almost verbatim. And then he made additional claims. He claimed that he and George got possessed George had telekinetic abilities and that George dabbled in the occult. Now, this is something that not only Daniel has said, apparently George uh, had a relationship with the occult. So my my thing with this is maybe it wasn't the house. They, you know, the Lutzes claim that it followed them, right? When they, maybe it when they left anything, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it's all made up. <laughs> maybe. But there, there is the possibility that there was something going on, and there's the possibility that it could have been George dabbling in the occult and doing these, you know, rituals and shit, and that it was attached to him and not the house. 
Because you got to think, him and Kathy didn't live together until they moved in together at this house. They each had their own home until they got married. Right. And then things start happening, and it follows them out of the house. And afterwards, everybody who's ever been there has never reported any form of paranormal happening to them. Not in the least bit. So, And a lot of the discrepancies throughout the years just casts a lot of doubt in my mind. But it is such a fascinating story. It um, is. The movie is great. Yeah, you I know, even for like a remake. movie that came out in in you know 1979, it is truly a cult classic. It is it is legitimately pretty scary for being an old movie. <laughs> and the story is just as great. Um, and to sort of summarize it all, without this movie, we may never have known about James Brolin. And without James Brolin, we wouldn't have had Josh Brolin. We wouldn't have had Thanos. And the Avengers <laughs> may have never happened. So thank you, Lutzes, for the Avengers. Thank you. You're the real heroes. That's that's the entire podcast there. <laughs> yep. That was the whole point. I thought that's what we were working towards. We discussed this beforehand. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you for the Avengers. <laughs> now, what what I will say is the story, whether real or faked, whether, you know, true horror or hoax, it has inspired so many different, you know, films, different stories, different books, and it is truly, you know, it, it falls into that kind of golden age of older horror. And I, I really, really enjoy that because it's a psychological horror. It's not, you know, just blood and gore and, you know, hack and slash. So it, it's it's really interesting. You know, will we ever find out exactly what happened during those 28 days? Because there was a breaking point. There was a moment where the family said, we cannot live in this house and literally just abruptly left everything. Yeah, I get I, I can figure out what happened. They bought a murder house. And they all went a little stir crazy and they couldn't fucking handle their shit. I mean, I, but I mean, it's, it's not it that in, difficult. Was it the influence of the house what? that made them go no. stir crazy? No, it wasn't. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I there, there's, there's remain just a skeptical. Remain skeptical. You know, I, there, there's skepticism for me too. There's just, there's so many inconsistencies, but at the same time, there's so much that leads to like, well, they really did stick to their story. There is this, there, there are these claims. There's the lie detector tests. So what happened anyway? Uh, so, well, that, that's, that's kind of a quick breakdown of, of, of what happened during the Amityville horror, during the, the movie the the controversy around everything the the true story and I, we want to know what you guys think about it you know do you think that it's it's actually haunted do you believe that this family was really haunted by you know these these demonic forces and this demonic possession or do you think they wink, were just wink. haunted by severe debt and needed some cash and, and a, a father that might have had a heavy hand i mean um, it's the possibilities are limitless. But let us know about it, you know? We've got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us at 2dap2020 at gmail.com, and you can find links for all of those below in the YouTube description. And you know what? We love horror, 
So this is going to be all month talking about horror shit. Um, our top fives, our deep dives, it's all going to be focused around horror themes. So if you love it, just keep listening. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. I should have said that all after Oh, this. man. <laughs> what? <laughs> you interrupted the next You time. gave me a nod. No, you I, gave you, I, I gave you a... Hang on one second. And, and then you went... I nodded because I finally got it to work. <laughs> no, you, you don't nod for working. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. We are, we're, we're going to do another. You just nodded again. I did. You said you nodded because it worked and then you nodded. Because it did work this time and then I continued. You got to stay consistent with your fucking head movements. I am as inconsistent as the Lutzes. (laughs) 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 So what a, if you love horror and everything October, keep listening to us through this month because we're going to keep covering different sort of horror October themed top fives and deep dives and and we're just gonna stick with it for the next couple weeks you know maybe the next movie will be a little more prepared um that would be that's that's the hope i can't guarantee it i can't guarantee it but we can hope once i edit this it'll sound prepared oh i suppose you're right (laughs) all right guys well as always guys thanks so much for listening love you